Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Teacher Cast. We are back for another week. Uh, slightly delayed, but that's just the life of a teacher. Sometimes Absolutely. we're busy and too busy to be filming uh, the podcast, filming new episodes of the podcast, but we're here now. That's the main thing. Uh, I'm back. So is Hayley. Hayley, yeah. how are you doing? I'm good. Better late than ever. Like, I just feel like... I don't know, the weekend just like slipped from beneath me and then next thing you know, it was Monday and then it was so busy yesterday because I actually went to a Folins event um, up in the Clay- Clayton Hotel, is that what it's called? Yeah, the Clayton Hotel, it used to be called the Clarion, I think, it, up at Liffey Valley, which was just amazing. But like that, I didn't get home till like half eight, so I didn't get a chance to record. And me and one, me and Adam, we try and uh, keep Mondays free for recording. So if our Mondays are in any way busy, it's just chasing our tail then. Yeah, absolutely. And even I couldn't do yesterday either because I was conducting interviews for my, my master's thesis. So we tried to do Sunday, but then Man United won. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that put pay to that as well. Not that I was too pu- uh, fussed about uh, Man United winning, but Hayley, you were you were quite happy to see um, yeah. Man United win the Carabao Cup. So yeah. uh, that put Sunday to rest, I think. It did. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to make it. And then you know, Sunday night you need to have your shower and get everything ready and then you yeah. get to bed relatively early. Like I've started setting alarms now on Sunday so that I do actually sleep on a Sunday night because there is nothing worse than the Sunday fear. So, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I suppose, Hayley, since we last recorded the last uh, episode of the podcast, what have you been up to? What's going on in the life of Miss Hayley? Yeah, I guess like yesterday, like I said, I was at the Folins event. Um didn't really expect much from it but I came out from listening to a guy called Stephen Graham I don't know if you've ever heard of him before but I did my my master's thesis on literacy linking in with um digital technology but he I don't know what I don't know what he did but like I came out that being like how did I not know about this you know like you know when you, you figure something out but like you're like why didn't I know about this when I was actually studying you know he he did a whole like hour and a half kind of thing on narrative writing and how to actually explicitly teach narrative writing and he just made it so easy do you know when you you think these things oh my god I'm gonna do like four weeks of narrative writing and then I don't know he just had some really good tips and then I came home last night and I was kind of obsessed so I started looking up like PM sequencing cards I started looking up videos of him actually teaching other children like he's from Australia um, I don't know what it was, whether it was his accent or whatever, like he was just very charismatic. So I have, I did see that he popped up on some of the education centres in the past. Now there's nothing upcoming, but if there is, I will keep you guys informed. And I think they're about 10 euro um, for the Zooms, but literally I would go for every writing genre. Like I was literally obsessed. Um, so that was yesterday, but last week was mental, you know, Pancake Tuesday, Ash Wednesday, we had mass in the local church, and we're trying to get pen pal letters out, I'm actually just looking at my plan from last week, and I'm just feeling overwhelmed, like, re-looking at it, Um, I was on yard duty twice, two days last week, so it was just non-stop, what about yourself, Adam? Um, yeah, so last week was pretty busy, um, last week and this week I'm conducting interviews with um, staff within my school for my master's thesis so that's been keeping me busy after school I also uh, got a new student in my class last week oh. um, so that was really interesting it was something I hadn't experienced before and I'm also getting another one 
um coming up in the next couple of days Amazing. so because i i started the year with 16 kids and then lost a couple along the way yeah uh, and now with these two new additions i'm back up to 16 so yeah. i'm still not anywhere near capacity you know i'm absolutely fine god forbid um but no the kids have been so helpful it was actually so refreshing because like i got them ready in some way i was like we have to be welcoming and be kind or whatever but they were just they went above and beyond really to welcome the child in last week so i really don't have any concerns uh over the next couple of days now when the second new child arrives because i just know the kids are going to be really welcoming mm-hmm. it's nice to have it's nice to have even numbers as well yeah totally like at the moment you know, i have 15 after the last week's edition yeah. so i have three groups of five Lovely. so now with this edition i'll i'll move slightly from next week for the next couple of days i'll just survive but from monday i'm going to move back to four groups Group of four because yeah. i'll have 16 again so it just makes sense but um either way i don't have a big class so i'm not really here to be complaining yeah um but yeah That's besides lovely. that no nothing else too major i filmed uh a day in the life um real i suppose inspired by you Haley. i was like i better do one they're so hard to do i actually I loved watching yours i was actually obsessed watching it it was just i loved your little outfit check and everything it was just <laughs> <laughs> it was just perfect i don't know yeah it's so hard because you have to remember to like take a yeah. little clip of things and i was like forgetting and then i was like oh my god and then i was about halfway down the road because i when you watch it you probably saw i went to the learning store after school and I totally forgot to film like leaving the school building and I was like oh for goodness sake uh I was about halfway down the road but I was like do you know what we're just going with it ah uh, yeah but that's the thing like you 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 just kind of fill in what you can and then you just mishmash it all together like you don't see half yeah. of the stuff in those day in the lives either like like you know everything online it's just a pinch of salt um you know you don't see the daily mental maths you don't see me correcting the work, correcting the homework. You yeah, don't see those bits. Yeah, there's only so much watching me typing yeah. on a laptop that you really want to see. But yeah. no, it was interesting. I don't know if I'd be doing it as frequently as you do it, Haley. I don't know how I you haven't done one to... this week so far. Well, it's only I mean, today. yeah, this is the first time I've done one in about a year. So kudos to you for that. And it will be the last one I do for a while. Yeah, like <laughs> this, this week now, I just, I have so many things going on. Like we're going for one of our green flags and that kind of thing. So we've just extra like niggly bits just to get sorted. And like we have things going on in school, like decorating our door. Um, and then also like what we're going to talk about today is World Book Day on Thursday. And hopefully you guys get to listen to this beforehand. If not, save all the ideas for next year or even just ideas for throughout the month of March. Um, so we've come together to put... um our two heads together with some ideas some might be suited for the senior end some might be suited more for the junior end but look you know your class and you know the children in front of you um and like yeah i suppose adam if you want to share maybe one or two and we can bounce the, the ideas off each other me and adam actually haven't discussed what we've written down we always try and save it for the moment <laughs> yeah so I've broken my notes into uh, three sections so we can kind of go back and forth about each of them. What yeah. first one is about the whole school, like what we're doing in the school in general. Oh, nice. Uh, then my second section is about Aster, and then my third section is just general bits that I'm going to be doing throughout the day. Okay. So I suppose starting with whole school, um, naturally, well, not naturally, I suppose some schools don't do it, we'll be dressing up um, yeah, as a character from a book, staff and students alike. What are you dressing up courage. as? Uh, I'm dressing up as Harry Potter. Oh, um, I dressed up as Harry Potter last year and quite frankly, I did not have time to find a new costume. So we're going with Harry Potter again. Lovely. Um, 
Yeah, so like all the kids are encouraged to dress up as any character from a book. All that we ask is that they don't bring any lightsabers or swords yeah. or weapons or whatever. And even we say, look, if you have a mask, that's fine. But while we're in class, we do need to see your face. And you know, wearing it on the yard is even a bit dodged. So like, you know, we just kind of are like, you know, accessories aren't necessary, yeah. ideally. Um, and as well, also... if they're in a onesie, like especially in infants, they need to be able to get in and out of the onesie. <laughs> I'm just covering my face here. I realise this is a podcast and you can't, you can't actually, actually see it. I, 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 I just, the resignation on my face right now, I'm just like, oh no, this is going to be a long day. Yeah. But as well, from a whole school perspective, we are, now it's not been confirmed, we're still talking about it, but we're hoping to do a teacher swap so that some teachers would swap classes with other teachers and read a story. With different class. So I did this last, I didn't coordinate it, but I was part of it last year in my old school. And I ended up swapping with a teacher in junior infants. And that is when I kind of caught the bug for junior infants. And here we are 12 months later and I'm teaching my own junior infant class. So I would love to go read a story to the other classes. We even said that if it doesn't work out at a whole school level, that the junior infant team, three of us would all just swap rooms and we would just read a story to one of the other classes, you know, that we'll do it in some way, shape or form. Yeah, love that. Um, so what are, what few bits have you got, Haley? Anything nice planned for World Book Day? Yeah, just keeping on the whole school um, plan. We're actually hoping to go next door into the junior school to read books. Um, so I think third class will go with junior infants, fourth class with senior infants, uh, fifth with first and then sixth with second. So that'll be nice. Um, also we're all dressing up my um well my kind of group my block if you get me like by SNA and the teachers that I have four class teachers and we also have a student teacher we're all dressing up as Dalmatians so <laughs> I was actually in pennies today getting a few men's t-shirts and I need to cut holes in them and write Dalmatian 1, Dalmatian 2, Dalmatian 3, Dalmatian 4 and um, so that's a nice idea um what else oh yeah hold school wise um actually one of my friends gave me this lovely idea so you can actually do a where's wally hunt around the school so you cut out pictures of where's wally there's actually a pdf i don't know where i got it somewhere online i will link it we'll try our best to link everything that we've mentioned below sometimes i listen back to these episodes i'm like i forgot to link that but i do i do go back and edit it and put it back in so do keep your eye on the description box but um yeah so where's wally so you put 10 wallies around the school and then you get them to go around on a little hunt now the only thing about that is you have to make sure that they all kind of do it on the same day or the day after like don't leave it like one class does on the monday and the other class does on the friday because they do talk and they'll just tell each other where the wallies are um what else what else yeah i think that's what i've written down um for now oh no 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 there's the masked reader have you heard about that no but i'm intrigued yeah so the mass reader is kind of like the mass singer but the students have to guess what teacher is reading the book that's such a good idea yeah oh yeah. my god that's amazing yeah so um we have the masked reader so that was a new one um but yeah that's our whole school ideas for world book day obviously i've got some activities for the classroom that i think adam you can go first and share what you're going to get up to in junior infants yeah, so I suppose looking at as something that's very infant specific, which is Aster. Mm-hmm. So this week we have started the theme of the farm. So we're doing like the farmer's market, uh, the farm, 
uh, creating a farm, all that kind of stuff or whatever. Mm -hmm. But for Thursday, we're going to park the farm and we're going to do World Book Day, um, like role play pretty much. So all of the kids will get a variety of toys and what we're going to challenge them to do, I suppose, is interact with these toys using the character that they're dressed as. Okay. So if a child is dressed as Harry Potter, we'll say, they could be like, okay, how would, you know, using these polydrons, so like connected shapes that you can use to like make structures, yeah. what would Harry Potter want to build out of these shapes? So I suppose it's using their like dramatic techniques to kind of use the skills we've learned through Aster and apply them to like a new person in a way or the person they're dressed up as. And if any of the kids aren't dressed up for whatever reason, we'll just encourage them, okay, if you could pick any character from a book, then you can just pretend to be that, even if you don't have the costume on, it doesn't, you know, doesn't really matter. So it should be fun just for the day okay. that they are using the environment around them and then they're kind of adapting it to the character that they're playing. Yeah, love that. Actually, when you mentioned the farm there, though, a second ago, I was like, maybe he's going to say he's going to read to his class Farmer Duck. Have you ever read that book? I've read it all right, but uh, no, we're, we're planning. I actually haven't decided what stories i suppose that kind of lens on i'll keep going but the general bits uh i'll be reading stories at the beginning and the end of the day okay and i will um i haven't actually decided what stories i want to do yet because i'm very wary i want to do lots of diverse stories and we're really lucky that we have a learn together library in our school mm -hmm. so that has a lot of books we'll say that might have families of like different backgrounds you know the characters would have different ethnicities there might be two moms or two dads in the stories you know we, we we do pride ourselves on having a lot of diverse literature so i think for a day like world book day i'm really conscious that i want to have some books that um kind of explore the diversity that's in our school I suppose it's a good day to kind of bring that to the forefront and like obviously I want it to be enjoyable and these stories are always amazing mm -hmm. but it's something it's something I'm definitely realizing while doing my master's research that like the diversity in the literature is so important yeah. so that's going to be <clears throat> it's going to be a big uh, thing for me is having a, a few stories throughout the day but that they all I suppose are conveying a message of like inclusion and diversity and yeah, stuff like representation that. Representation too. I love yeah, that. Yeah absolutely. Um, yeah in my class what are we hoping to do well i was actually having a little think there and um, well i actually have were book word searches from twinkle so one is like on famous books and then the other one is on like authors so they're just kind of things to keep the students busy throughout the day but i'm also thinking um of maybe do making bookmarks with them not like just you know normal like a quarter of a a4 page like you know the ones that look like the origami and they kind of flip over and you can add the googly eyes oh yes so i'm thinking maybe something like that because it's quite active um also just these are other ideas i came across one was from teacher elaine on instagram and um, she has a lovely free downloadable template of a book being opened and you can she she recommends to print it out on an a3 page and you can draw the face then behind it so it looks like they're reading so that's oh, a nice that's one cute. yeah also fantastic miss fox also from instagram she's got a world book day quiz she's like the queen of quizzes um so yeah that's another freebie i think she had if you have to go check out our post but i will link it somewhere in the description um also as well you could just like listen to audiobooks talk about your favorite book 
I know I've seen things like, you know, the Starbucks thing and you make your class into like a cafe. Oh, yes. Yeah. And like or like a restaurant. And basically it's like they're sitting at a restaurant and they instead of like sitting and eating, they're reading books. Um, so you could do that. It would make a lot, your life like a lot of effort, but it could be worth it if that's something that you felt your class wanted. Maybe for like a fifth or sixth class, I think that could be nice. Um, and then yeah, like you said, reading to another class, and yeah, dear time, just general dear time throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll also be doing. We'll also be learning a World Book Day song. Um, and I will, I'll make sure the link to that is um, in the description of this podcast. And we'll also be watching uh, a video to kind of learn more about the role of the author and like what does an author do in like, um, in like writing a book. So we'll be watching uh, an interview. And again, I'll link this. Um, it's a child interviewing Julia Donaldson. Okay. So most people will be aware of Julia Donaldson as the the amazing author who wrote things like The Gruffalo and Room on the Broom and mm. all those lovely books. They all look quite similar with their illustrations. Yeah. Um, so people will be well aware of Julia Donaldson and her amazing work. And I'd say there's not many classrooms in the country that don't have some sort of Julia Donaldson book in them. So we'll be watching a video with a child interviewing Julia Donaldson and we'll be learning about what an author does, what an illustrator does, what a publisher does, just all of the people involved in creating a story just or creating a book, just for the children to kind of you know, get a grasp of what is involved in the creation of a book. Yeah, fabulous. I actually love that idea, even just to have them like write, even using, using dictionaries to find like what is the definition of an illustrator, what is the definition of a publisher, etc. Um, yeah, you definitely could do that with the older groups, right? Yeah, I just, I put up a box there on my stories, Adam, but just before we started the podcast and I'm just reading some of the suggestions that come in. Some we've already mentioned. Um, so one here from Pravija Ranga. I don't know if you follow her. She's a principal up in Donegal. Oh, yeah. yeah, she she recommends maybe going to a local nursing home. If you're, oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, if you're near a nursing home um, and read to the seniors in there. Also, um, go into a local bookshop if there's one nearby, say if you're in a rural village, um, and bring their one euro fifty vouchers, which oh, would yeah. be nice. Yeah. yeah, I mean there's there's so much and like using the locality is always a fun way to I suppose bring your children into the community and kind of them to understand their locality a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just think there's so many possibilities. Like what a few ideas that we did last year so last year i was in a different school to the one i'm in this year mm -hmm. but our the principal at the time was retiring quite soon after world book day so that was going to be her last world book day and she was a huge right. fan of harry potter so we all dressed as harry potter the whole school got decorated as hogwarts and platform nine and three quarters and the like and some of the the teachers made like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Um, kind of similar to the the Where's Wally that you had mentioned, but that there was different clues that they had to find around the school and it would create like um, different symbols and you'd have to find different letters and things like that. And it would spell out like a, a Hogwarts spell, I think. I'm not the, the most versed person in Harry Potter, but it was something like that. So the kids had a map of the school. So they had to use the map to like find the clues and the like Harry Potter related uh, clues and then work out the spell. It was it was really fun. Like honestly, yeah. you can turn 
World Book Day into an absolute circus if you want to. There's so many different things you can yeah. do, like to suit your class and just have a fun time. Yeah, absolutely. And like just encouraging children that to want to read as well. Um, mm-hmm. I love those lovely like mindfulness looking worksheets where you like write the name of your book in like the is it the art? Oh, I'm so bad. Where it's the arch? Is that what it's called? The arch of the book. Or oh, the arch. Yeah, yeah, the the arch of the book. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's like a nice way. Like if you do have those readers in your class that just literally fly through books. Like some some of the students in my class are faster at reading than me. Like, you know, um, but also as well, um, just I know we haven't gotten to questions yet, but a question came in there about um subbing on World Book Day. Should you dress? Should you dress up as well? Um, I. If if possible, I would just inquire beforehand. If you can ask, are you dressing up? If they are, do. If they're not, don't. That would be my... Yeah. if you can go with the flow. If you're not sure if you get called the morning off, maybe have a costume as a backup and you get there, something that you can quickly throw on over your regular clothes. That yeah. would be my two cents on it. It's not going to be a big deal regardless, yeah. but I suppose it's good to be ready. So if your school does dress up, obviously go for it and if you know that they're going to dress up great if yeah. you're subbing in a school and you're not sure wear your regular clothes have a costume and a bag that you can throw over like a cloak or whatever it is you're dressing up as yeah. and just yeah I, I wouldn't be stressing over it I would yeah. just be ready for all eventualities really yeah and to be honest with you I don't think it would be expected of you either if you're subbing no, you no not at all I'd agree um, um, so Hayley I suppose before we I know this probably loads of question, but will we discuss is there any resource that you've used or maybe in the last week or hoping to use this week that you've been finding useful um that you'd like to share with the masses yeah so just with sbhe in school i'm trying to make it just a little bit more interactive ict wise and i was looking at the walk tall program there so for the month of march we're going to be moving on to media education so all about representation and it was suggesting to make an avatar and to discuss you know the avatar and does it actually look like you and this kind of bringing up these kind of questions you know so if if it was a case you had ipads or something or access to ipads students could go onto this website which i'm going to tell you now it's called voki v-o-k-i.com and I'll link it as well below. Now, I haven't used it yet because I'm planning to maybe do this lesson on Friday, but I don't think I'm going to get out the iPads just because it's Friday afternoon. I'll just get them to make the avatar all together um, on the interactive whiteboard. We'll make different ones and then maybe get them to draw the avatar into their SPHE copy or something. But really what I want to talk about, the aim of the lesson is to talk about representation online and how you might think that looks like you, but it's actually not you. So, yeah, I just thought it, it's a bit more of a serious one, but trying to make it more interactive and fun. Um, there was some other website that was linked on the Walk Tall, but it said that the website didn't exist anymore. So, anyway, uh, that's a good one. Um, and, yeah, I just thought it was uh, an interesting way to approach or even to use it as a stimulus. Because um, it actually came, I had it open on a tab on my laptop, and my students were like, teacher, what is that? I was like, don't worry, it's for Friday. They're like, that looks weird, you know um because it does look strange like they're avatars like they're they're not they don't okay normal yeah what about you adam um so uh in recent weeks we've been getting back into the swing of teaching pe 
I suppose more fully now that we're settled into um into our new scuba diving and stuff. So we have been using Skullnet quite a bit mm -hmm. because Skullnet, for those who don't know, is run by the Department of Education through the PDST. Yeah. So there is a lot of resources online that we use, especially when teaching fundamental movement skills. Oh, yeah. So in our school, we have a fundamental movement skill of the month. So we have different FMS every month. So in theory, you cover the each of the FMS over a two year period. Mm -hmm. So between juniors and seniors, for example, you'd cover all of them. And then first and second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Um, so my resource is basically just the part of the Skullnet website with all of the fundamental movement ac skill activities because not only does it have a lot of games for each of the fundamental movement skills, it has teaching steps, it has observation checklists, it has assessments, it has videos to watch on the different movements. It just has everything that you would need to teach a skill. Like, okay, what are the steps in the skill? What should I observe as a teacher? What other assessment tools can I use? What games can I play? And when I say there's a few games, there is at least 10 games, at least for every single fundamental movement skill mm -hmm. in the set. And what there's 14 fundamental movement skills, I think, 16 maybe, something like that anyway. So, there is just so much there it's very easy to maneuver it's very easy to use like i find when we're doing a new skill i'll print off everything and i'll have a bundle saved together with the teaching steps the observation checklist the assessment and then a few games yeah, a few I games feel. that i like and it's just so convenient and so handy and i just i, I can't stress enough like for people who may be a bit uneasy about teaching PE, like I love teaching PE, but I know that's not the same for everyone. Yeah. So I think a resource like this can't go unmentioned because it's just so handy. And I think it would really help those, especially who may not feel confident in like breaking down the fundamental movement skills into teaching steps because that's done for you with this resource. And I just think it's really handy and really useful. Yeah, I love that. I actually, I actually get the fear when you say fundamental movement skills because I just feel I don't know if I ever told you about the assignment I had to do. Did I ever tell you about that? In, in I don't in think college? so. No. Oh God! So it was our pedagogy one assignment, and we had to make a video. So it was during lockdown. Is this the one where you were in the car park? And I'm dodging. Is this a different one? I am the one I'm dodging, and I'm running from side to side. You're in like a car park or something, or yeah. like outdoor. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, so it gives me, it actually gives me the fear. So, um, like, I have no problem teaching fundamental movement skills, but when anytime I hear that word, I'm like, that video. Um, <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Like, I laugh so much watching it. It was a freezing cold January morning. My friend Annabelle, she's listening. She helped me film it. And, uh, yeah, it was just, it's so funny. So her, her she used to, her mom used to be a, a preschool teacher. So she um she gave me the cones so i'm running around the cones oh it's just ridiculous and like i fr i froze the video to show tick knees bent tick you know moving arms or whatever it was of oh, or keeping the head up that's what it was you don't look down at the ground so yeah it's just hilarious so yeah when you mentioned that but the app actually sounds like a really good resource um because yeah, just even the checklist like you know making them and everything like so handy that it's all just there in the one place yeah oh absolutely it's just great to have them all in the one place and it's very easy to follow absolutely yeah adam i have some questions here that have come through over the weekend so uh, let's
let's have a look here. I'm trying to see if... Oh, yeah. You, you taught second class before, Adam, didn't you? I did. I second class last year. Did you ever teach anything about the Egyptians? No. <laughs> okay. I was going to ask, did you have any ideas? Um, I have never taught Egypt. I know it looks yeah. fantastic and really fun to teach, but I've never yeah. done that. But I know mm -hmm. Moontour Clara, if you go and check her page out on Instagram, she has. So i seen mm -hmm. before she actually made pyramids um, and then dipped the, the peak of them into glitter and they looked lovely. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, like we did a lot of project work last year in second class, not on specific countries, but for example, we would give them a month to focus on a project. So one of them we did was just like a country you want to visit. So it could be children who might not be from Ireland visiting their home country or um just any place and egypt did come up um which was quite cool and i know that some people made structures and things which is really cool but yeah like you say making the pyramid i think with any of these like broad themes it's important to be thematic mm. so like integrating in your art integrating your music maybe like exploring contemporary and historical like egyptian music so like the stereotypical music we hear when we hear about the pharaohs and also like is there any like Egyptian musicians now that are like in the mainstream or maybe there's artists that have some sort of Egyptian roots learning about that. SCSE, the arts, is very easy to integrate into a, a step like this. Yeah. Literacy with your texts and reading comprehensions and things. You could in, even integrate in maths if you really wanted to, yeah. to try and work on different things. Like I think with any broad theme like that, thematic planning is key. Yeah, absolutely. Here's a junior infants question, Adam. Ooh. Water, Patrick's Day and Easter themed art slash English lessons for junior infants. There's a lot there. So, so, <laughs> let's pick so one. Was water the first thing you said? Water, yeah. Okay, let's start. We'll go theme by theme. Water. Uh, oh, God. I avoid it. <laughs> no, water, you could just simply do um like an umbrella. Yeah, oh no, there's loads you can do really. Like if the water is the theme, it doesn't mean that the kids have to be dunking themselves in water for the purposes of the art. Like you could do water you could do paints. water paints. Yeah. You could do um like you say, doing the umbrella and like they could do a, a brush a little bit of paint on the page and they have to blow it down the page and it creates this like rainfall. Um, this like rainfall effect. Yeah, like it just has to be associated with water. It doesn't have to be them throwing water at each other like it can just be something like rain like you say which is always a good one with water or just like using water paints or something like that yeah um then for st patrick's day i would say keep it green honestly just go green um they could draw and create st patrick's day uh banners st patrick's day hats Maybe they could design a float for the St. Patrick's Day Parade. Mm -hmm. You know, you could either, if, if they're struggling, you could give them a template or you could literally just let them at it and be like, okay, you're going to create a float. So you can either do that through drawing or you could do like junk art mm -hmm. and they could work. Like juniors probably wouldn't work as a team realistically. It'd be great if they could, but realistically they won't. So you could give them a few like shoe boxes and things and let them glue away and just see what they create in terms of a, like a structure for a float or something. 
Um, there's so much there again, to be honest. Like even if they just made a leprechaun and stuck on fabric and fiber onto a template and made a little leprechaun, like there's loads there. Mm-hmm. And um, what was the last theme, Haley? Water, St. Patrick, Easter. and Easter. Easter. Oh, I mean, where do we start? Eggs, bunnies. Again, fabric and fiber is always a nice uh, strand to go back to. Um, I, you, prints did, as well is always a good one doing prints. Yeah, I did the um, the bunny last year, but the head was the doily. I oh, yeah, that's cute. That. Yeah, that worked out well. Yeah, oh, you, there's so much. You could even make, I love making paper plate masks. We do that all the time. So even you could do ones, you could stick bunny ears on them and like cut out the eyes and stuff like that. Like, honestly, like, I don't mind obviously answering questions about themes, but like, you'd be surprised what ideas you actually just stumble upon, which is usually what happens to me. I usually just stumble upon ideas. They're usually not a creative thought through ideas. They're just like stuff you're like, oh, this could be fun. Let's give it a go. Yeah. I actually started my St. Patrick's Day art this week because I want to get it up for, for you know, and have it for up for like two weeks and true shock in So we're actually making, um, we're making St. Patrick's Day mobile things out of paper plates. Well, that's cute. Yeah. So um, we're currently painting the first side of the paper plate, waiting for that to dry so then we can flip it over and paint the other side of the paper plate. As you do, um. Yeah. So it's it's a process. We're we're getting there. Um, just constantly people painting, but it's fine. <laughs> um, I just have another question here, Adam. Just wondering if you have any ideas for class rewards that are from juniors to first. So I'm guessing this is a multi grade class. I wouldn't have any. Well, not much experience with multi grade. Yeah, like. Like we we spoke a little bit about this in the classroom management episode of the podcast, so I would recommend going back and listening to that one. Yeah. It's the most popular one we've had so far, Haley, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, I, think so. I think in terms of listens. So I would definitely go back and listen to that one. It's only a couple maybe three or four episodes ago. Yeah. Um so what I spoke about in that is I spoke about the classroom management strategies that I use and the one I wish I used. Um, the one I use is the smiley faces in the bucket. So literally in their group, they earn smiley faces. And when they reach 10, they earn a little trophy on their desk. But the rest of the groups don't go back to zero. The group that won the trophy does, they like exchange the 10 smiley faces for the trophy. But the other groups are still on like six or nine or whatever, or seven or whatever they're on. And then so they could earn the trophy by the end of the day as well. Or that the other group could have it for a week. It just depends what everyone else catches up. Okay. So it's not a case of you lost, you're back to zero now. There's more opportunities for success there. But uh, I suppose a simple one you could use, and it seems like everyone loves it, is Class Dojo. Yeah, It's yeah. kind of, pretty, I wouldn't say it's foolproof, but like it's it's not far off it. Like. Yeah. Kids love monsters, especially cute ones that can't like be scary. Yeah. Um, And it's a good way to get points, and you can design it in a way that suits... You can differentiate and say, okay, junior infants, you have to earn five points to change your monster. But senior infants, you have to earn eight points or first class, you have to earn 10 points or whatever. Do you know what I mean? You could differentiate it to suit the age while still having it all in one place. So, but yeah, like I say, I'd highly recommend listening to the classroom management app of the podcast um, as we give lots of ideas uh, on that kind of thing during that episode, I believe. Yeah, we'll link that as well below. But also King King of the Jungle or Flower or Farmer, what did I have? Farmer of the Barn. I had um, some like flower. Oh, I can't even remember what it was, but I had different ones like based on my theme. I had like 
ones with like fish ones with, for easter i'll try to get them up on mash actually i think they'd really help people at this time of the year um basically everyone you can put all their heads in like uh hot air balloons and they move up and down um depending but never yeah. never have people like write down at the bottom at the end of the day yeah i know what you mean you kind of have to be careful with those kind of ones but yeah they can work quite effectively i think if you're if you're careful and wary of it but Hayley, i suppose on that note um i, think, I hope yeah. you have a lovely world book day i'm Aww. sure we'll both be posting a little bit about what we get up to or at yes. least what we're dressed up as anyway oh, uh, i'm looking forward to seeing you <laughs> and the other 100 dalmatians oh, stop uh, it. running around the place um I love it. so thanks everyone for listening to another episode of the podcast if you enjoy it please like subscribe and rate the podcast and share it with your friends yeah because um you know this is a nice fun safe space to just chat about teaching and i think people are enjoying it and hopefully continue the support because we do really appreciate getting lovely messages and ratings and stuff from you because it just kind of validates the work we're putting into it because while myself and Haley love having a chat as we do anyway outside of the podcast it is nice to like chat in this way about teaching yeah. in a relaxed manner, but also still getting our, our points across. So we do appreciate that. Totally. But on that note, I hope everyone has an amazing uh, World Book Day. Everything we've mentioned today will be linked in the description. So have a look. Yeah. And with all that being said, Sláin and... Good night. Have a good week. <laughs> Sláin.